This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7 the ticket veteran and lover of bread, Jake Bockelman. What? I like bread. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Second hour of On the Block for the week for this Monday is underway. And, of course, I am Jake Bokovan, joined alongside Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet. And, of course, we have one of your NBA vet friends joining us here in about 10 minutes that we'll get to, Samaki Walker, who I teased as one of your draft partners, right? I mean, he was in the same class as you uh, with the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, we, we were in the same class. We came in in 96 together. So we were rookies, and and but see the thing about us being rookies is that um, back in those days the rookies really had to do some work. We had to put stand out in the cold and put bags in the, you know, in, in the um, in the airplane, and we had to go get coffee and donuts and food for the vets and stuff like that. So we had actually work to do back then. They, I think the rookies these days got it real easy. They didn't have to do the stuff we had to do. <laughs> <laughs> Did that was that regardless of like stature on the team? If there was like if there was a LeBron as a rookie back in those days, would he still have to do some chores? It got more lenient as the years went on. It definitely got lenient. So they got it very easily now yeah. compared to what we used to have. You know, it was it was definitely an old school rule that uh, was in play back then. I mean, literally where you sat in your locker room and all kinds of stuff on the plane and all of that until you became a veteran, you didn't get you had to sit partnered up with uh with with brothers and stuff on that on the plane. So it was it was kind of wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of different of course. These days the the all the anti-bullying campaign has even hit the NBA roster so it, it's fair enough but um it, it is kind of funny to reminisce on those days so we'll, we'll have some samaki on here in a, in a few minutes and kind of talk about those things he's also got um some children or, or d1 athletes lots to talk about with the ncaa going on and of course some nba action with them as well so that will be fun but i did want to start with your thoughts strick i know you did the post game show um but on nebraska basketball this weekend, we can start with the good or we can start with the bad. Now, both of them are losses, but uh, I would say the Nebraska women's basketball team certainly uh, kind of coming up off of a high, even though they lost 95 to 86 to a top 25 Iowa team. The building was packed. Um, they, they looked, you know, they looked like the, the tougher team. They were fighting for the, for the boards, less turnover prone. I was, was just shooting off the charts, but still, uh, Nebraska women's basketball, I feel, I thought for sure after they beat Michigan, would be a top 25 team. The top 25 comes out, they're still out of it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that they didn't jump in there. I mean, after after kind of finding themselves in the gauntlet of of a, just a shooting spree, um, it was really tough for them to pull it out. But yet, they still found themselves only down. I mean, the game was pretty much tied um, going into the last half of the of the of the fourth quarter. They finally got a lead late in the third. Um, I think they tied the game with an 81 at 81-81 on a high B layup. Um, and then all of a sudden, just Iowa goes on a 7-0 run. Uh, Warnock and, and Kylie Furbach, you know, to to push it out to 
uh, 80, 88 to 81 with two uh, minutes and 57 seconds left in the game. So they weren't able to get it closer at that point. But Caitlin Clark went nuts for 31. At one point, Warnock was like seven for seven from three, ends up with seven for nine. I mean, they just shot the ball really well. But but yet it's still, I mean, you still had a good outline. You know, Hybe had 18. Jazz Shelley had her fifth double-double in the game. And then uh, Alexis Markowski in her second start had 14 points, eight rebounds. And so um, they had some good production from the from from everybody else. They shot uh, Iowa, I think, shot 61 percent from freaking field and 57 percent from the three 11 for 19. Boy, with the Huskers loves love some shooting like that right about now. The men I'm talking about the men. Yeah. Not the women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's, it's a tough loss for them. But still, I mean, it's, it's to be expected. There's a lot of uh, tough competition in the Big Ten. Nebraska falls to 13-2, and 2-2. Two, two and two, uh, The women do uh, in Big Ten play. Uh, like I said, no rest for them. They return to the Big Ten road action at number six, Indiana, on Thursday. So a, a chance to get back into a, um, somewhat of a, a program-defining, changing type of win again if they can get it against Indiana. But you would you would think that, but they're not getting the respect. You thought Michigan would be that, and they didn't get any respect from the from the voters there in the top 25. But uh, d- no need they to pay will. attention. Yeah, no need to pay yeah, attention to that stuff either. You know, it's, it's yeah. I think it'll all play itself out, Bach. You know, in, yeah. the, in the end, no doubt. Yeah, they're on the track to the tournament, and then you know from there, obviously, you do whatever you can in the tournament, and that will gain the respect that you deserve. The men, however, um, lacking a, a lot of things right now. Rutgers beat them ninety three sixty five at the rack on Saturday, and the game um, increasingly as the game went on less competitive. Um, you know, uh, Hoiberg again kind of stating after the game that he wasn't all that impressed with the effort put forth. And it's just frustrating to see uh, this team struggle the way that it has. And we'll, we'll dive more into this. Of course, we got to get to Samaki Walker here in a minute um, throughout the show, but just kind of your initial thoughts watching that game, Nebraska now losers of seven of their last eight. And like the women, the, they've got a tough schedule coming up. I mean, there's, there's no rest here in the big 10. Nebraska is at the, at the bottom of it. Oh, and five, no other team, obviously, uh, with that record, Maryland 0-4, as they're going through a coaching change themselves. Is there time? We, we, we heard it from, from kind of seen it from um, a Husker Extra Sip. Uh, of course, Steve Sipple um, of Early Break and of the Lincoln Journal Star kind of going back on some comments that he made early in the season where he thought that it would be unfair for him to say, um, you know, that it's that they shouldn't put the expectations on Nebraska in year three. And if they're not there, um, that he's doing a, a disservice to Coach Hoiberg. Well, at this point, the records are, are, are stacking up. So you start to wonder, you know, how how, how much longer th- does this thing have? Does he, is, does he, is he guaranteed next year? Well, I don't, I don't think that this year would, would qualify him to be on the hot seat. I think that uh, it will put him on notice if they have a really, really extensive, terrible Big Ten season this year. And they don't have any marquee wins. I think if they have some marquee wins, I don't think it'll it'll put him on notice. I think he'll give him give him another opportunity. I don't think he'll be on the hot seat this year. I think there's some things that um, I think it'll it will depend on what they have coming back. And, and they're very young, so they, you know, I think that you definitely have to raise your eyebrows, take notice, and see what the heck is going on. I think a key word uh, in all of this was something that Hoyberg said. He just said he just said in the in the interview is like they didn't give any resistance. So that right there in itself, if that continues, I think that will leave Trev Albers no choice uh, when you look at that aspect of it. But um, to have three 
you know, 30 point losses in a season, that's that's not a good look, um, especially when you look at that team, the Scarlet Knights, they were ranked 13th among Big Ten teams in offense efficiency going into the game, you know, against NU. And they set new highs in, in points scored at 93. And then they also shot the ball at 58%, three points at 55%. That's just lack of defensive intensity. I mean, you know, I, I understand that teams like Iowa that shot the ball well, that does happen. But when teams are that inefficient, then, um, you know, that, that becomes a problem. So uh, I, I think when we look at it all, we'll see what the outcome will be as we continue into the Big Ten season, if they get some some good wins, some quality wins. I think Big Sky has somebody on the phone line. I don't know if he's still there. Big Sky, do you have somebody to tap in for us on the Honda Lincoln hotline? Tim is on the Honda of Lincoln hotline. It's been a minute, so he might not still be there, but we can certainly ask Tim if he's still here. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm here, Tim is, there he is. Okay, good. Tim, what's up? Hey, um, yeah, not much. Hey, uh, Bach, what you just said about um, Hoiberg being on the hot seat and stuff, I just think we need to slow way down um, with, with that talk. Uh, if Fred hasn't been here very long for us to even think about getting rid of him, if Fred can't get the job done, I know we said it about Scott Frost, but Fred, Fred's going to get the job done. Just take some time. But, hey, I just wanted to take a chance, Eric, to just let you know that I really admired you um, when you were in uh, when you were in high school coming to Nebraska. Um, I don't remember how many points you put up in your state championship game. I don't think it was like 50, 55 points. Um, I followed your career, you know, uh, through high school and, and, and coming here to Nebraska. And I just want to tell you that I really admire you when you came to Nebraska, when you played there. I, I have so many good memories of going to the Devaney Center and watching you guys um, upset Oklahoma and Kansas and Oklahoma State and Iowa State. It was just fun, fun times that I had from being, from a kid. And I just want to tell you, you left a lot of good memories with me. So thank you very much, Eric. You did awesome. Thank, thank you, you, Tim. Thank you for tapping in right now. We also have the Sauter Heyman text line. You can also find us there at 402-464-5685. It is Strick and Bach. Jake Bachoven, my man, my friend. Uh, coming after this uh, this next break, we're going to have Samaki Walker that's going to join us. He's a good friend of mine, um, now doing wonderful things out there in L.A. Uh, we'll talk talk with him in detail when we come back after this next break. We'll have Samaki Walker, formerly of the Los Angeles Lakers, the championship Los Angeles Lakers, that is. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> 